Hey listeners, before we get to your show, this is a blast from your past. Were you hanging around in the 90s watching Nickelodeon before you got too old for it and started smoking weed and doing drugs? Well, then you should know us. This is Danny Tamborelli and... And this is Michael C. Morona. We're here to ask you to check out our podcast, The Adventures of Danny and Michael. And here's our on-air producer, Jeremy, to tell us what you'll be hearing. You can hear things like minisodes, full episodes, nostalgia dumps, interviews with some of today's hottest comedians. That's right, Jeremy. All of those things and more. So check us out. The Adventures of Danny and Mike on the Seltzer Kings Network. Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys watch their way through Sex in the City for the first time ever, mostly. I'm Corey Cavan. I'm Kevin James Doyle. I am John Sieber. And we are joined by the brilliant Marie Cecile Anderson of the Reformed Whores and the other podcast called In Yo Mouth Podcast. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, Marie. Oh Thank you God. so much for being here. This is such an here. honor, you guys. Aww. Being in a basement with four boys. That's, what's, that's what it <laughs> brings about. me back to my horn days. <laughs> <laughs> um, We're we, glad we could take you down memory lane. Thanks, Marie. guys. <laughs> if, if you are if you are uh, free, you should look up. She writes uh, with Reformed Hordes as a comedic song duo yeah a comedic song duo a comedic song duo a comedic... that's how my mom calls us <laughs> your skits are great your, your... skits <laughs> and then in your mouth pod uh-huh is a food pod yeah oh. Oh, yeah really? yeah yeah it's a food podcast i know a lot about reform horse because i've seen you guys uh play a lot would you say the reformed whores are safe for work because I looked you up at work today, and I got—I definitely had the volume turned up and caught some eyes from. Oh yeah, and don't you own your own business, John? I do. I still, I still definitely caught some eyes okay. from. Very funny, but well, we have. I don't one, know about safe for work. We have one song called "Girls Poop Too," and we made a video for video for it a couple years ago. And um, I was a friend of mine was babysitting, mm-hmm. and the kids requested "Girls Poop Too," and my friend was like, "Oh my god, that's my friend's band, Reformed Whores." So apparently these kids were watching our YouTube video at school. Some of the teachers were showing this to... Was it I guess biology were, class? Maybe. I don't know. But it was like teaching the little boys the girls poop too. Oh, and it was like In New York public schools. And on the side it was like, if you like this video, you'll love this one. You're like, no, 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 no don't no, play no, that. Bear, yeah, the humping bear song. Nah, <laughs> whatever. It's about masturbation. You know. <laughs> I feel like that though that's like a huge level of success to say like the, like you have we peaked let me just tell you no, well, but no I do think there's a thing where it's like you make you make money as a comedian like you've you've toured like you played you guys played the Edinburgh Fringe Festival last yeah. year mm-hmm. so you do all that but then when it's like yeah but also we taught little kids about how women also poop yeah. in New York City schools and that's the reason why we started the band there you go <laughs> yeah. You know. I believe the children are our future and they need to know that girls poop too. Absolutely. I agree. This is almost fate because I believe we knew each other before, but last year we both basically met, became like close friends in Edinburgh, like year anniversary. Yeah, it's our anniversary. And me and Marie were, were drunk all of, all of the August whole, last year. Yeah. We yeah. Uh, hung out every single night of the festival. If there, You're my buddy. Except, I know. Except, though, I flew over there and surprised Kevin when he was performing. Yeah, he and ditched me for you. I didn't, you but I there. didn't, I feel like I, I, so I didn't have a, a SIM card when I was there and I texted a friend who was doing a show and none of my texts would go through except when I was on Wi-Fi. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I talked to someone that was living with you or something, but I didn't see you guys when um, we were there. Yeah. If there are any <laughs> Edinburgh, <laughs> Scott. Scottish listeners, hello, oh. and we love your country. Love it. Um, we love the haggis. Now, all, well, speaking <laughs> of- cows. Speaking oh, of our cows. emo cows. We love those emo cows. Speaking of our, our listeners, we had, first of all, John, yeah. these, are, these are both basically John subjects, because what'd you say a few weeks ago about Darth 
Darth Plagueis. I just asked if anyone had heard the legend of Darth Plagueis. Now, what? Plage? Plague? You, you, you said need... Pelagius the first time, but is I'm, it Pelagius I'm, or Plagueis? I'm second guessing myself, kind of like Kevin did when legend. he was introducing Marie. He, you can hear a little hesitation <laughs> in his voice. My middle name I, always I hope screws I people don't up. mess up the name. <laughs> you did great. Well, I'm, you know, I just. Didn't want another Rebecca Melasek situation. <laughs> You're good friend, um, Rebecca Melasek. We had we had three different responses of people who knew who Darth Plagueis was, which is absolutely incredible because it's like a pretty obscure little meme. So the fact that we have Dar Star Wars fans and Sex and City fans listening, and then the other thing was I love that. John, it makes me so happy. Yeah, and yeah, that that I would have never called that that happened. I thought there'd be a grand total of zero people, but you're out there. No, yeah. we've had, listening. We, we, we had people on Twitter. I had someone in my office be like, I was listening to the podcast last night <laughs> and I'm, I know who Darth Pelagius is. That's, a, that's you, great. I'm going to start just rattling off magic cards. If you, if you guys know, you know, the casting costs of Fireball or Tarmogoyf or, you know, Black Lotus, come at me. Let's, let's, let's get real nerdy What is here. this podcast, you guys? <laughs> well, I don't know, but Black Lotus is a delicious restaurant in the East Village. Oh. It's so good. This is one of the things that, that we forgot, like, why we started. We're, we're not Sex and the City fans. We are now, but we started off just nobodies that I, I like, I don't know, music and, and you like playing magic and Corey like we don't watch sex in the city but what now do we're I like? fans I so want to hear what I like Kevin <laughs> he likes magic music, like music. What's magic my deal? uh you like food you like cooking I do like cooking yeah, coffee food. that's why I was really you should be on the pod. I really want to talk about when when you said in your mouth I was like I'm I'm into that oh now yeah it's a food podcast totally well, that's into exciting. it exciting yeah you're a coffee guy I am a coffee guy. I, uh, John and I have talked a lot about cold brewing. Yeah. And, and uh, I've got probably six or seven different ways to make coffee at my apartment. It's like, kind of shameful. When I think about <laughs> yeah. you, you're the, you're the type of person that should live in Seattle mm. and just make all of your own stuff. Like yeah, you make true. your own kombucha and yogurt true. and cold brew. That is true. You're pretty crunchy. Do you make you your almond milk yet? I've done that. I've made oh. almond and cashew milk a couple oh, times. And really? I'll say this. It is... Good and not worth it. <laughs> like you should just go buy some. You really should just go buy some. Just go buy some silk. Yeah, you don't need some cheesecloth. Is great, but like you don't need to be squeezing stuff through it all the time. Come on. Well, from before we even started, John, you were excited for Steve to come in as a character. Absolutely. And absolutely. And you, before we ever did an episode of Bradshaw Boys, you mentioned that you wanted to start a spinoff pod called Steve Talk. Yeah, I don't even want to do Bradshaw Boys anymore now that <laughs> Steve's in the picture. I just want to do Steve Talk. So I teased Steve Talk to our Instagram followers. What were the results? Uh, well, lots of people liked it. Andy Marie John said, yep. Lindsay Lou said, yes, yes, 100 times. Freddy Krueger Mellencamp. That's a great, <laughs> great name. Uh, Carly 88. See, like, Nyash. I'm so excited. Did anyone say no? No. Well, actually, I did do a poll on there, and there was like, there was, I took a screenshot of the eight people that said no, and we've noted who that was. Oh, shame on And that. you will, we'll block you from listening to Sh Steve what, Talk. Did you like, note that one of them was big me, talk. me today? I said no today. You said no? Just to see if you'd check. Well, it's uh, like the whole when Van Halen used to be like all brown M&Ms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they were like, it's it's to make sure you read the writer. I heard, there, I heard also <laughs> Goodwill Hunting had a gay sex scene in it because like no one else read the script. Oh, they put, yeah, that's true. And then it was Harvey Weinstein. No, the gay like, sex scene is when he says, it's not your fault, Will. <laughs> it's not, not your fault. fault. <laughs> and then they cry and hug. That's the gay sex scene. Oh. Just kidding. Mm -mm. It's a great movie. <laughs> and that is a very sad scene. And also, I watched that scene from, I told Kevin this last week, I watched the Robin Williams documentary yeah. on HBO oh. that's so sad. And I and I got to that part in the documentary and I'd like had a little wine and then I just started tearing up when oh. I saw that. So Good Will Hunting is a great movie and I'm an emotional person that makes almond milk. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep going. So do you... Do you know the character, Steve? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I never knew why he was such a, such a big deal. I'm already in love with him. And I want to hear from John. What would what was your idea for the Steve Talk podcast? Also, oh, I want to ask this real spot. quick. We're, we're not in an official Steve Talk yet. We're just talking about Steve Talk. And we're talking yeah. about if it'll even... We're talking it, about Steve Talk. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> my, my vision for Steve Talk is like a quick, fast-paced, five, not five minutes... 90 seconds of just all things Steve in that episode. Okay. What was he wearing? What was he into? Where did he go? What did he eat? Who did he see? What did he tell Miranda? What did Miranda tell him? All things Steve. All things Steve. All Very things. fast. In and out. Done. Okay. I have Steve talk. 
Steve. <laughs> so it'll be a spinoff pod, or it'll be a pod within a pod. Yeah. Okay. Podception. The, a few people. <laughs> we have this. Uh, how he's the best man on the show. These are suggestions from our people. Rowland with the homies. How he's the best person on the show. Someone just said all things Steve. Uh, Leah Melshmia. Um, you need to put put this on hold, then go back and watch the series, and then do all the Bradshaw boys again. Only talking about Steve I and from love his perspective. That. And then the first, the first two and a half seasons are just we say nothing because Steve's not in them yet. And then puppies, testicles, bars, and basketball. Does that make sense? As far as Steve, yeah. Okay, I don't know testicles. Why. Yeah, part? testicles. You you haven't gotten to that part yeah. yet. We've, we've only, I, we I just assumed he had some. Oh, you guys. We just met oh, Steve. Man. He's a, he's There's a, a couple episodes where we talk only about his balls. Oh, he's a sassy bartender. I'm interested. He's a sassy That's all that thinks Miranda's a pisser sometimes. That's all we know about Steve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I rewatched the meeting. I watched that scene again last night and it was it's great cuz he's just like she's like, "Can I have another wine?" He goes, "Please. Please. Aww. Can you have another wine, please?" <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I've, been on my, I've been working on my. Steve. Wait, wait, hold so on. Good. Say one more line. Oh one more line. God, this is Corey good. as Steve. Oh man. Okay. He's like, you, I've been wor- are you working on your. No, no, sorry. It's like, have you? Uh, can I get another wine, please? And then he goes, You gotta stay, because otherwise I gotta listen to these NYU kids. Three <laughs> <laughs> games still light. Oh my talk god. Talk about Foucault or something like that. Uh, that's so. Good. That's Dude, beautiful. That's really good. I'm working but, on my voiceover reel. Wow. <laughs> and it's only as it's Steve <laughs> reading Dunkin' Donuts commercials. <laughs> so come in and get a new Dunkin' Cheese. <laughs> Hey, you love the new Frappuccino. Hey, you like the Frappuccino. Why does Steve oh, always whisper? God. That's the, I don't know. He has a very gentle little voice. He's a gentle. I wouldn't say call him sassy. You said sassy bartender. He's got some kind of gentle. Uh, when they first met, he was. Oh, I like mean, a little sassy. sassy. Yeah, I feel like Steve was, had to. Yeah, re- I guess he was. It's confident. a grounded yeah. sassiness. It is. He knows who he is, and he had. I feel like he wrestled in high school or played soccer. Oh, he's got a tight definitely. little body. Yeah, I'm into his. Yeah. Tight he's got a tight little body. Sassy tight little body. That's part of Steve talk. <laughs> I hope you. We'll get fun. to a. Re- I want to. I hope we get to a real Steve talk later. Oh, I, hope, God. I hope we have him shooting hoops and shaking margaritas. This is a beautiful <laughs> one. Uh, Avant is the. I don't know how do you say it. She said how he always loved Miranda. Mm-hmm. So that. See, this is what I asked last week. I was like, I'm f- afraid he's going to be gone after. I think he's around for a while. Bartending. Uh, all things alcoholic. He's a bartender after all. Skylar beat us. Strawberry girl bartending tips. I feel like. At some point, Steve talk. I mean, maybe it's just a five part. Uh, I think we have enough to do an actual spinoff pod that's like 20 minutes. We, absolutely. I, we need to get Steve on, too. Yeah. Well, that's that, when I absolutely. think we spin it off as its own thing. Yeah. yeah. So we'll definitely, Steve talk for now is going to start here. Maybe it'll turn into its own two hour podcast off the <laughs> Oh, yeah, guys. Steve talk. But. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited, and I'm excited that we met him. I hope he's in today's episode. I love him. Uh, one other thing too is some people responded about uh, some people responded about Darth Pelagius on our Twitter. But other we we put out and we said what are your top three Sex in the City episodes, and we got a lot of people that responded. Um, and the problem with our podcast is that we said spoilers are off the table as yeah. they are. Yeah, yeah, of course. But then we just I I. I would retweet people's stuff and be like, I don't want to read this. Cause it was just all this stuff of like Carrie, you know, buys an apartment and gets a bionic arm or whatever. Yeah. Like <laughs> things that I don't want to read. Oh, season four. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but I, do you, Marie, do you have three favorite episodes of what you like? Uh, first of all, what's your, what's your experience with sex in the city? Yeah. Oh my God. I, I've seen the whole series. I don't know. 10 times. Really? It's like yes. every breakup. I watch it again. Okay. <laughs> so so I've been broken a, up with a couple of times. We have a, we have a super fan here. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Awesome. And my big thing is like lately I come home wasted and then pop in an episode. Oh man! Uh, so cr- crazy summer over when, here. When you say when you say pop in an episode, are you actually playing I got the them on v- DVD? No. You have the VHS, DVDs, or no? Okay, no, no, just on HBO Go. Got it. But I have to say, the most romantic thing a man has ever done for me is um, I was doing a theater apprenticeship out in, in California, and I Brag. didn't have. Yeah, <laughs> I made ninety-one dollars uh, a week. Um, <laughs> that was after taxes. Um, 
So I didn't have time to watch the series at all during that. So the guy I was actually dating, it was long distance. He did record the season. Yeah, the season finale on VHS and then mailed it to me. Wow. And I got it and I stayed up all night and watched the That's Alexander amazing. Petrovsky and, you know. What? Oh, you don't know? Oh, sorry. Okay. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. yeah. I know okay. who that is, though. That's Baryshnikov, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I my God. Oh. So it's so romantic. Oh, that, that is, is romantic. romantic. And then I got back and I broke up with him. Oh. I know. I just wasn't. What a carry or big move you did. I know. Well. I think. I don't know. <laughs> I know that's sort of on board. What's what's yeah. the name of the episode we're watching we're tonight? Do we have it on the top four? <laughs> yes. So the episode, Skipper. the episode we're watching today. I'm interested to see if you've seen this one, Marie. This is uh, this is season two, episode ten, the cast system. The cast system, like you, like what like, you had in your arm, in, uh, <laughs> not like what I had in my oh. arm when I recently fell off a bike. Hmm. No, uh, the cast system, like what they have in India, India. Mm-hmm. 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 that cast system. Mm-hmm. Finally, going to get some diversity into this show. I hope yeah. this episode oh. takes place in Calcutta. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to wait till. Sometimes people fly to Calcutta for vacation. I couldn't help, help but wonder, wonder why is there a slum next to a giant, beautiful hotel? Oh my god! <laughs> Miranda was having drinks with Mother Teresa, <laughs> and Samantha wants to be a millionaire. <laughs> Charlotte, Charlotte's afraid she has leprosy. Oh my god! <laughs> this is going to be ridiculous. Yes. It is. Well, should we go watch the episode Samantha and come has back? Sex with a rickshaw driver. It is. It is pretty. <laughs> Who hasn't? It is I mean, pretty. Everyone. It is pretty sassy. To, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what it is because the caste system is a a, a brutal it, system that takes place in other countries. So let's much, see how they yeah. make a little cute spin on it. <laughs> the puns get ready than, for yeah. the puns. Yeah, exactly. awesome. Well, let's go watch the episode and come back. And I can't wait to talk to you a little bit more, yeah. get to know you better, and hear your experiences with Sex in the City. Cool. Bye. Awesome. Bye. Episode twenty-two. The caste system. Carrie gets fed up with high society while at an Upper East Side party with Big. Miranda and Steve have an argument over money and social status, and Charlotte meets Wiley Ford, the movie star, and joins his entourage. Samantha dates a wealthy real estate developer with a live-in servant who has her master wrapped around her little finger. And now, back to the boy. Joy to the world, all the boys and girls. Joy to the fishes in the deep blue sea. Joy to you and me. Wow! Yay! We got a regular old karaoke group, or what is it called? It's not karaoke. It's uh, acapella. Acapella. Sorry. Welcome to the Welcome to the Pitch Perfect podcast. We are back. And we are gleeful. Welcome to the Bullfrog Boys. <laughs> Welcome to the Bullfrog I'm Boys. I'm Jeremiah. I'm also Jeremiah. And I'm Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> We're podcast here with where three guys sing Joy to the World for the first time ever every week. <laughs> Mostly. Mostly. The, uh, Certainly. I guess, I guess, yeah, it made sense since his name was Jeremiah, but I didn't hear that. So I was just watching it just being like, what? It's a good Why song are, to sing while you're walking yeah. on the street. Well, also, if you had a couple drinks. Margaret yeah. I sing Moana. Sing. John loves Moana. <laughs> okay, oh hold, on, hold on, hold on. Are we best friends? Oh, my God. I was drunk in Paris singing that. It's so at good. At the top of my lungs. It's so song? good. Oh, it's so good. Ma- Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote that, right? Who's yeah, that? Girl. You can tell, like, you can kind of hear his I'm melodies. Dating, I'm married to a musical theater girl. You can hear his melodies because wow, they're always like, brag. my name is Moana and I live on an <laughs> island and I know a guy who's historical. Yeah. That's every woman. Oh, look at Dwayne Johnson. He plays the rock. And now, <laughs> now he's in a seat. Da, 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 da. Oh. Wow, guys. <laughs> wow. Go ahead. Oh, man. Go ahead. Keep on singing Moana. No, no, no. I, that's just That would have been my choice. The Moad. Uh, cast um yeah if they if they updated it now you know that uh if she was on a date with a, a guy she's like what's your name well, let's leave the party alexander they'd be walking down the street been like <laughs> alexander hamilton okay oh, i told i told you about 
I told you about I saw that Instagram from Lynn Manuel Miranda recently, and it was like pretty heartfelt. But he's standing at Alexander Hamilton's tomb or grave yeah, or whatever, yeah. which is at Trinity Church in in uh, yeah. Lower Manhattan. And it's just a picture of him standing there, and it's really blurry. You can tell someone took it and zoomed it in, and he's just standing there, like, coldly staring at the grave. And the caption just says, dot, 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 and it was like, the duel was on a Friday. <laughs> he died two days later. I was like, <laughs> what is your, come on. And then he said, are you a goth teenager? <laughs> without, without this guy, I wouldn't be making literally a million dollars a week in royalty checks. Thank you. I'm kidding. I mean, it was a constitution. <laughs> and everybody went and signed it. I don't know. Hamilton. Did you, see, did you guys see goats on a boat though? What's goats, goats on, on a boat? boat? Okay. Oh my god! Why don't you stop shit talking Lin Manuel and watch Goats in the Boat? Yeah, for watch Kevin, have you Kevin seen Hamilton? Went, Kevin and I I've went and saw Hamilton. the original cast of Hamilton. Yeah. Wow, so, uh, rich white men. Yeah. <laughs> Cret. You know who Cret. else was? Cret. Everyone else in that play, but Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> everyone, everyone else in it was a rich white man. Yeah. And he took I him know. down because yeah. he was Hamilton, and then he went. Alrighty. Okay. 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 Back to wrap it up. We're gonna because we do have a lot. Big would have taken Carrie to see. Hamilton folks. Absolutely. <laughs> and yeah. now that you said rich white men, let's talk. I'd like to Mr. first Bick. of all show you my my um tax returns. And second <laughs> of all, um no, the sh- the episode's called the caste system. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Sex in the City is known to do, they really knocked it out of the park half the time and the other half the time it was cringeworthy. Whoa. There was only one or two cringeworthy lines, not half the episode. John, bring us in. Tell us, tell us what we not just half watched. the episode, but I can say a lot. Was. The, the whole, the whole, the whole, this whole episode's theme is: Can we date outside of our caste system? Is mm-hmm. there classes in New York City that are so strict that we cannot be with someone outside of that of that class? Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve and Miranda. Steve, of course, couldn't afford a suit to go to a lawyer ball. Miranda wanted to buy him one. There was a bit of a a, a problem there. Charlotte dates a uh, a movie star, which put made her, made Capote Duncan look like a good guy. That guy was truly horrible. We'll talk about him later. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Samantha is dating the guy with a servant named Sum, who is mm-hmm. not so dim after all. Ooh, that line. And lastly, uh, Carrie and Big go get involved with some Carrie and Big things. She tells him she loves him. And mm-hmm. he he needs to take some time to process that, mm-hmm. and she acts like a complete lunatic. Yeah, lunatic, like mind boggling how crazy she was that episode. She yeah, because he gave her a bedazzled swan. Yeah, it was probably worth a lot of money. He Wouldn't did his you best. Go crazy. <laughs> but <laughs> wait, and then crazy what? with what? Who, uh, who, my brain would Charlotte? just explode. Yeah, Charlotte dates the movie star. Oh yeah. Um, Sorry. Yeah. So so let's dive in. Uh, and let's just, dive in. Like you're, you're a fing, you're Charlotte's finger. Oh <laughs> oh, the conversation is line as well. Uh, so it's it starts out with with Carrie kind of thinking about w- when to say I love you. You know, I'm sure we've all been wanting to say I love you to someone. And it's kind of in the back of your head, and you're you think it a lot, and you want to say it, and 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 then there's a moment where you either do say it or don't say it. And hers was after she got a hideous swan purse. And and then he does he responds with going out with an awkward nose kiss and going outside to smoke a cigar. Right. Now she wanted to she, she wanted to say I love it, but she had I love you in her head, and so she said I love you, but she wanted there, to say I love you anyway. Right. There were two other times that she almost said I yes, love yes, you yes, and yes. then she okay. saved herself. I mean like I love okay. your hair. Or yeah. something like that. Right. I love all of your cigars. And I, I think <laughs> him not wanting to say I love you back, like no one should ever be forced to say I love you back just because someone says it to you, yeah. first of all. So his response was completely, I mean, he was awkward and he, he like did his nose kiss and then went outside to smoke a cigar. But the fact that he didn't respond right away, completely normal. Or am I wrong on that? I No, like, I think you're right on that. I think, yeah. I mean, as a goal, just a personal goal of mine, whenever I say I love you to someone, maybe they say it right back. Of yeah. course. <laughs> I, and that's, that's, that's the that's ideal great. thing. That's and I do great. Think, I think where Big and Carrie have been, that might, you know, that points to like they've he's, got he's also had He is also divorced. He's right. had and other And Carrie would never be with a man that like just immediately said I and love it's And like, also the only thing he loves <laughs> is Yankee skyboxes. 
Yeah, yeah you, you don't owe anyone like like you should never be forced to say those words to someone unless you mean them. That's you should true. never like you never owe it to someone. And that was my problem with her from the get go is she was like, I've laid down the gauntlet. I'm going to give it a week before I start getting pissy. And she did get really pissy. Yeah. She was mm. an absolute B at that party. And that's that is completely her fault. Well, she ends mm. up going home with with um the a frog, frog with with <laughs> a real toad. <laughs> she goes home with Jeremiah and just like Explain Jeremiah real quick before. Well, he was a that. cater waiter at the party. He has a really cool tattoo. He's also a downtown artist. Of a performance artist. artist. He's a bartender. Slash slash magician. He's making $2 more than just the... I know, but (laughs) he said he's a performance artist, and then he gets out. He he whips out a fake rose out of thin air. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But... um, Precursor from Job on Arrested Development. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And um, he says he has his new tattoo. It's of the top of a sword, and so you assume that it goes down his penis. Oh, I didn't even get that it was. A oh, sword I didn't either. get it. it was yeah, a sword? it's a sword with like a, a a snake like going around the top, around the hilt. Oh, yeah, wow, around the, around good eye. Yeah, I was really hoping to see the whole thing. <laughs> no, but um, Could you imagine the, the um. <laughs> There's a the movie Down Periscope with Kelsey Grammer. One one person in that has a has a tattoo on their penis that says "Welcome aboard" oh of a of a ship. But um, that's oh what God. I thought of. But anyways, so he hard has a, left. Yes, he, <laughs> he has a tattoo on his penis. She goes down to look at it, and then the host of the party, who has nipples times a thousand, um, <laughs> they're just very out there, and she's thinks that he she, Carrie is blowing Jeremiah goes in big tells big she walks in big thinks that and then Carrie instead of being like weird misunderstanding also she kind of just like explains it but throws it back at him no she doesn't like, even explain it yeah she's Did like Carrie she's just like no, in big full-on sass mode well, she that does, whole party well so we got to back up a little bit because they go to this party and they go it's to on this, Park Avenue it's on Park Avenue Carrie's already as John said Carrie's in her like weird headspace from where things are going on um, By the way, everyone's purses at that party yes. look like emojis. Yes. So that's <laughs> one thing that was really interesting because she gets the weird that Charlotte earlier calls a duck ring purse or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, did you see that giant watermelon purse? And there was a big eggplant. Yeah. Like, these oh, are, I didn't notice the eggplant. These are emojis. These are emojis. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Um, there was someone had a purse of two little girls dancing together in black dresses. <laughs> the two dancing girls emoji. I don't think it's two little girls. It's two girls dancing. Anyway, forget it. <laughs> Terrible joke. Let's keep going. But, I liked it. She, thank you, John. But Carrie tried. Oh, there no, we go. <laughs> there we go. Thank you, thank you, everyone. If you're listening to the podcast and you just got that joke, hit pause. Go, aha! I got it. Uh-huh. And then now you're back. Okay. okay. So um, and then send us an Instagram with just those two girls, <laughs> and we'll, and we'll know that we'll you un- paused. We'll the understand episode that you and, paused the yeah, episode. We'll Venmo request you a dollar if you do that. Exactly. <laughs> Venmo request. <laughs> <laughs> but then, but Carrie, it's like clearly a thing Carrie doesn't want to be at. The lady is in the crazy nipple dress. Her mm-hmm. boobs are like super out in the dress. And then Carrie tries to order a red wine, I think. And mm-hmm. this lady doesn't serve only any brown food. Liquors. She only has clear liquors and clear food or whatever. So Carrie's like, I'm going to go out and smoke. I can't take this. No, she tried to no, smoke, she tried to smoke right in the there, house. Yeah. Mm. So, Who does that? Yeah, yeah. I, I do feel like Carrie's smoking inside thing, even though this was like 20 years ago still. Even but, that, but that was a power move. When, when, yes, Big, when Big introduced move. her, she was like completely stone cold to her too. Yeah. Like like Big was like, this is my friend, something Bush. Well, she felt insecure. And, but you, when you're out, were out poking <laughs> everybody in the party. <laughs> <laughs> but Carrie still, it's her, it's her job to, if she's there with Big and you agree to go to a party with someone, you should at least be cordial. And she yes, was like a I stone cold agree. wall yeah, to this woman. And nice. she's like, hey, just looking down. If she had a cell phone back then, you know she would have been on her iPhone. Yeah. Not even <laughs> looked up. And she just was like, I'm going to go smoke outside on the terrace. That's where I'll be. Mm-hmm. It's like. What? Right. So yeah, Come she's on. she's already in kind of a mood, being a little bit of a pill, <laughs> and then uh, a, and pi- then a real pisser. A, little, <laughs> being a real, a right pisser. Carrie, you're being a real pisser. <laughs> oh and my then, god. Uh, <laughs> and so then, 
<laughs> so then she goes, uh, yeah, so, so then funny. the host of the party sees her from an angle, thinks she's blowing the dude. And then we get back and then Big asks her. Mm-hmm. But then she doesn't even say, yeah. no, I was looking at his tattoo. She never explains that. But yeah. what you know what? That, that's Dude. just that's makes good TV because the guy ends up going back with her. And if they would have resolved their issue right there and just had a lovely night together, we would have <laughs> had Big coming around and saying I love you to her, which was an, a great scene. Also, yeah, that's where we But ended. also the you have to even even with her not acknowledging it she was not at all she wasn't just like or big wasn't just like tell me right now he's like okay well can you like be a little cooler like even she didn't acknowledge it he was still cool with like all right like yeah can you chill like not do that again yeah he was even with the understanding like maybe she was doing that he was he didn't kick her out or like dump her right there you know yeah, I, I think I like Big more than Carrie. I was about to say, like, I, I we haven't. There's so much we haven't seen, and Marie just made a face when yeah. we said that. When you said that, is that but, like awful? Of but me? no, I no, kinda, no. I kind of feel like, and I we're not have, afraid to give Noth the business. Yeah, Noth. yeah. But people have said, people have said, like Carrie is the worst, and I've been like, well, mm-hmm. hang on. But in this episode, I was like, she's yeah, actually the worst. Big's got some issues, sure, but right. you're right. I feel like Big was like. Being a little obstinate, but also being like, hey, can we just chill yeah. and I will get through stuff? And Carrie was just, she like left drunk with a cater with waiter from guy. the party and then made out with, with him later. Took him upstairs. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think. Big- Who had a tattoo that went down <laughs> his penis. Oh, that's what got her. Yeah. Um, uh, well, okay. I Fair think enough. Big, Big always was, is he's good at being honest. He never mm. lies, I don't think. Or like. Oh, interesting. He, he's very upfront with her. And I mean, he could have just been like, I love you too. Right. But he's not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah, He's going to stay his course. And like his course might not be what Carrie likes, but at least he's true to himself. He's very true to himself. And like y'all saw the episode, I guess. Yeah. I think it's season one where she, she's out with her friends and then sees them on a date. Yeah. But they never had a conversation. She never Mm -hmm. talks about her feelings. Yeah. She only just Mm -hmm. goes and gabs with her friends about it. And, and then expect, half of New York City. Yeah, and half, yeah. Yes, exactly. But yet never talks to her partner. Yeah. Wait, John, I want to ask you, because you said this like sometime like two episodes ago or something. I don't remember. But you were saying Big is a whale shark. Yeah. And he's just cruising through. And when he's you just, said that earlier. He's just seemed, got a course. And it, he's, just, he's, he's just going. So it seemed negative when you said it mm. first. But do you think it's negative? Or you think it's just it is what it is? No, I think he is just on a he's on a, a, a course and he has in his mind what that course of action is. And he's going to cruise down that course. And Carrie's not going to be able to stop him. And, and, and her little <laughs> antics or anything aren't going to change where the direction he's going. And, and I think she allows herself to get frustrated by that. Like, like she was the one who completely let everything get out of control this episode. Mm. Is she and, the fish that, like, the little fish that kind of suck on? Yeah, she sucks on, and then she kind of hit, drags like a on for a little bit, and then she gets mm, distracted and comes back. <laughs> it's not a great analogy, but that's just what I see Mr. Big as. I and, think that's true. I mean, if there were a character that was a whale shark, it would probably be him or yeah. or Turtle Tab, that guy too. Bernie Turtle Tab? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, <laughs> he's like the shape of a whale shark, yeah. I feel like. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that makes sense. I think, I do think Big... But how annoying! I hate that men like have a plan and then you're like, yeah, but I love you. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a plan. But isn't that like kind of the, isn't, isn't that like what the Miranda and Steve storyline is about mm. a little bit? I mean, I guess All there's more about this. There's more about success. Also, okay. go ahead. Rather mm-hmm. than chronological, why don't we move to that? But then wrap up because what you're saying, he did, he did. He said, I fucking love you. Okay, right. like I, just need right, some, right. I need some time to think about and it. And he said, every I time I say that, it kind of gets me in trouble. As mm-hmm. she's laying in bed with someone else, she's laying in bed with some other dude, covering his mouth, being God. like, "Don't speak." Y'all no, yeah. watching your faces, uh, all you boys. Oh, you were I like, slapped no. my forehead. I, I was like shaking my, my notepad because no. we take notes while we watch these episodes. That's a true fact. <laughs> we were shaking my notepad, going like, "No." Yeah, that is. It was great. It was great television but it's also it's also true like there are it's those, also true it's also tr- that's also true what's that what's that <laughs> bro this is, our song. Yes, yes. <laughs> this is our song but it, it is true that sometimes when you're not getting what you want or there's certain that's what carrie did she's gonna self-sabotage and just be like i'm just gonna rumble this cage to get attention or just to like prove to myself that 
I don't fucking care. And you can get yourself into a lot of trouble that way. And oh, I yeah. think we've all probably, whether it's with relationships or anything, like, I don't know. I can feel myself doing that. That's like, if it's with food, be like, ah, eh, I had this. I may as well just fucking ruin it all and like <laughs> eat everything or with booze or with mm-hmm. like, or with TV or anything. Like there's that tendency that when you aren't getting exactly what you want to self-sabotage. And yeah. that was like carry to a max there. And it's, I don't know. Like it's, I, I know it's going like, to be I fine, like but that was painful to watch. When you self-sabotage, yeah. it's almost out of your control. Like, like it, it, it's like a spiraling thing that mm-hmm. like, like you get caught up in and you're kind of mm-hmm. like, uh, how did I like, I, I came off my diet or I drank too much. And now how did I get from like having a couple sips to where I'm at right. now? She, from the very beginning told her friends that she's laying down the gauntlet and after a week she's going to curdle. Yeah. And so it wasn't even something like she like got caught up in the frustration at all. Plan. She was like mm. devious. She was just like, I'm going to be pissed at him in one week unless he says, I love you. Awful. That's an awful thing to do to someone. And you don't really love them if you're saying that. And one yeah. thing that was interesting is that that Marie pointed out we were watching it that Miranda was like maybe Big is somewhere right now thinking of how did he say thinking of how he's going to say I love you back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was being very optimistic. Yeah, yeah, which super is an interesting optimistic. side for Miranda. Which I love. Which she was also, slamming slices with Steve. If you're eating pizza with Steve, you're going to you're going to be having Wait, a good day. Right? Famous Ray's. That pizza looks so fucking delicious. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming from the host of In Your Mouth podcast. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I That's love like- Ray's. They did do, and I yeah. love not Ray's. Actual, actual, <laughs> actual New York question, real quick. Mm-hmm. Top of your head, best sliced pizza in your opinion. What's your favorite? I've favorite slice. I've got pizza. mine in my head. Everyone, go around. Oh, geez, count me out. I don't want to be a part of this. You want to be a part of this? Okay, Kevin and I had a conversation of we, last last week after we recorded where I was like, Actually, anytime, I'll, someone I'll tells, join. I'll join. anytime someone tells me this, I'm like, you can say it now and you can change it tomorrow. Yeah. Take the pressure <laughs> off yourself. And Kevin was like, why won't you ever just... Land Do on, something. Land on a thing. I, I have a. I, I, I actually thought about it, and I have an absolute answer that will not change tomorrow. Okay, I got mine. And, and I'm not being a. Con, <sighs> I'm not being a contrarian. I'm being dead serious with my. Answer. I know what yours is. Yeah, Murray. I don't know the name of the place, but Where's it's it in Williamsburg, right off the. You are right talk, off the train. I, you're talking about Anna Maria, right off the Bedford L stop. Yes, uh, Anna Maria Pizza. Insane. That is that so place is so freaking and they have so good. many different flavors. Awesome. Anna Maria. It's the it's loaded up like so many toppings. It's at like it's, so it's at like Bedford and Eighth Street. Yeah, Anna Maria Pizza. If it's so too good. packed until like though, four in the morning. Yeah. If it's too packed though, you don't get your slice in there long enough, and it's too it's kind of soggy. But uh, but I've oh. also burned my mouth there, so if there's not enough people there, they'll go. Oh, yeah, I like to go on a Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> Ten a.m. I go to Anne Maria and I just get my slice for the week. All right, Kevin. Mine is Bleecker Street Pizza. Oh yeah, that place too. It's uh and wait, Prince Street. for slice pizza. Yeah. Okay. It's just it's not John's. John's oh yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Bleecker Street. It's at the corner of Seventh oh, yeah. Avenue and Bleecker Street. Inspired. Oh, yeah, keep and telling me. Yeah, talk to me about I, pizza. I saw. I saw. <laughs> I saw um, Brooke Shields there one time. I ordered like pizza right next to her. And I like looked at her and I was just like, what slice did you get? And she was like looking at me like, are you? And I was just like, I was like, that looks really good. And then we just struck up a nice little convo. Oh, yeah, it was great. Good job. you make friends with everybody. Try to. You. I was just trying to talk to her because she was Brooke Shields. Yeah. Were you like, I love you? Corey, what's yours? You make friends with all Blue famous Lagoon. people you stalk. <laughs> uh, Joe's West Forth. For slice, oh. Joe's. Oh yeah, right there on the corner. Yeah, I would. You know what? I I had Joe's in my head when we started this. I will say, had you not said Anna Maria, I think Anna Maria is probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. I have a long history with that place because I, 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 I went there like my first month in the city years ago. Yeah, but I also well, we used to all hang out at Spike Hill, which is no longer there. I think it's a Chipotle. Rest in peace, yeah. Spike Hill. Yeah, but Duncan thank God. God. But we would Chipotle. hang out there, see music, and then go yeah, across. Go up there. Now wait. So but I'll, say, I'll say Joe's. Did they? They didn't say what. Pizza place this was. It was Ray's. They were Ray's. It was Ray's. Famous Ray's. Yeah. Wow. Wait, John, what's your place? Wait, yeah. Do you know my place, Kevin? You want to say it on the country? Three, two, two one. Domino's. I know Absolutely. John loves Domino's. I don't, Domino's. I don't get the Domino's thing. Domino's. I don't. I don't. Like you, it's pizza. It's it's the best tasting pizza in and, New York. That's what. That's what there is to get about it. They did People do a rebrand and a re recipe a few years ago, and they are better than. I have a dom- I have are, a, but- a song about how much I love Domino's pizza. Sing it, sing it. No, Domino's was a good slice. <laughs> <laughs> they had some I, hold on, I need to, I need to think about. It. I'll I'll come up with. Come the, up I'll remember it, it by, by the end. I'm I'm okay. being put on the spot. And I haven't For seen some in a great while. pizza. Wow, Domino's is there. That's a really good one. <laughs> I'm jealous of all you people. 
you're having the best food in New York. And if New York has the best food, you're having the best food in the world. Dominoes. Did you write Dominoes? <laughs> that's that's the song. Does Did it? you write it just now? No, I've I've sang that before while walking by Domino's and seeing oh. the people in there. And oh. me being jealous of them. Wow. That was, I'm crying a little. That All right, let's beautiful. get, the, let's get the Steve did, we, and Miranda. We, we, we just did pizza talk. Wait, before Steve and Miranda, do you want to, <laughs> do you want to talk about the Socratic dialogue? The, the, the Socratic, when they were in the, getting pedicures. Yeah, yeah. Great, great scene. Great scene. Great scene. Had, that pedicure place looks super fancy. There's like a brick wall. They're all in like a giant chaise lounge yeah. kind of thing. Have you ever been there, Marie? I haven't been to that. You're a lady, place. so I'll ask you about pedicures. Yes, Not I go all the time. I am looking for a man who will go with me, though. Oh, well, I'll you got three guys that'll go do it. We'll go get. Have it. you gotten a pedicure? I've yeah. done it one time, and and it uh, they brought out the uh, the the brick and they just started oh, scraping yeah. my foot. I love it. And. It was one of the worst experiences of my life. I have very very sensitive feet, and there's pictures of me looking (laughs) like I was being tortured. I love that. I can do I can do manicures, but my toes are so messed up. I can't do pedicures. Yeah, Kevin was in the war. (laughs) But if you went and got pedicures, like you know, once a month, you wouldn't have those claws. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) that was a legit. That was a legit. Response what? to your <laughs> on air. What you just heard her. was Marie seeing Kevin's feet. I just pulled off my pulled off my shoe. Oh her choking. What is that? Is it an any? <laughs> exactly. I don't think my I've ever seen your toes foot. Fucked I up. What happened? Did you get? I hit had ingrown the... toenails. Woo! Wow. We're my, editing this out. No, no we're, we're not. In. My best. Fu- <laughs> That's great. We are not. My best pedicure that. story is that my mom goes to this pedicure place in North Carolina, and I went there one time with her during the Olympics. And I got them to, they were like, uh, okay, you done? And I was like, do you want to paint my toenails? And I got oh. them to paint them Olympic colors, like Aww. red, white, and blue, every other toe. And then I got a text from my mom a month, a month later, and she goes, just went to get a pedicure. They remember you. Oh. She was like, they asked how you are. And I was like, how's Olympic boy? Make your mark. How's Olympic boy? How's Olympic boy? How's Olympic boy? I got a gold medal pedicure. Just gold medal toes. <laughs> but that was, I, I, I very, I, I wanted to go back to the Socratic dialogue because... I think, which Jennifer Armstrong said, called those like talks with the ladies. That was like our talk around takeout kind of thing. That they yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't, oh, that's when they got into the money discussion where Miranda was oh, like, yeah. I make a lot of money. Yeah. I don't want to be penalized as a woman who makes money. Oof. And then they're like, usually when a guy makes money, he it's a positive for him. But when a, wom- when right. a woman mm-hmm. makes money, it's a negative for them. And mm-hmm. that's when Charlotte came in with the hard like we're we're not. Like we think we're living in a in we're we're living in a, a class society and and you can't basically date someone out of the class. And right? I have some bad news. <laughs> Charlotte is correct. Ooh, <laughs> not that I, I want it to be correct. Did you not see the royal wedding? Kevin? <laughs> Did you not? Do you not know who Meghan Merkel is? I know Angela Merkel, and I can't believe that. She got married to Harry. Okay. Um, is I bet sociologically, I or if you talk to, if there were studies, I I I bet that's true. Like th- those are those differences that you live with day to day. That it's like it's beautiful for like romance to overcome, and it happens. But most of the time, but there has to be another reason. It it's, it, it can't be just because classism well, exists. It has to be because maybe people in different socioeconomic levels aren't in the same places. They're not meeting the same people. They're not No, they don't they have I think that think think about this. And if with the way you, like you raise your your parents raise you, like that ends up being one of the main things that is difficult when you're like raising kids. Like the way, like when a married couple is raising kids. So that's like, you don't think about like, oh, my parents raised me like this. That's something that it's like, it's in you from the time you're born and being pumped into your blood and your brain for 18 years. That's what class is. Class is not just a thing that's like, oh, it's like money. It's like that is pumped into you all the time. So somebody that's from a different class dating or getting married to someone from another class they're going to encounter incredible differences that aren't just like, it's fine. The suit thing is fine. They're going to run into that all the time. So I think it ta- mm-hmm. it would take a lot of work, just like if you raised 
if your parents raised you completely different from your partners? I'm not well, saying I it's think, impossible. I think that's a different thing saying that it would take a lot of work and it's a hurdle you can overcome <clears throat> because we, you see that in other things in relationships too. You see people like raised from different religious backgrounds that make, make things work. You yeah, but people, nine times out of ten, people from the same religious background. Show me that stat. I want to. I want to start another side pod called "Show Me That Stat." Show me that stat. John calls us all out on our stuff. <laughs> I think. I think mo- that is one of the things encouraged in relationships is like make sure that your values, religious values, are on a similar page. And then you're like, you know, James Carville, the crazy Democrat guy that's bald and like his wife is a Republican, but it's like he's yeah. not a crazy Democrat guy. He's a character that Bill Hader played very well on <laughs> SNL. And you I'm James Carville, and I'm from North Carolina. <laughs> no, he's from Louisiana. I'm from Louisiana. Don't mind don't him mix us up. I'm from North Carolina. Marie's from Tennessee. <laughs> but I think people like to pluck out. We're not the- all the same, Kevin. <laughs> people like I to- could marry someone from the north. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, continue. People like to point out the ways that it's not, but I'm saying most people float in the river of life and you do what you connect to. And then there's the people that fight against it. And it's like, oh, we made it. But that is not how most, that is not how most relationships and most people work statistically on the whole. You're just pulling out. So I'm just saying, I I think. Have you ever dated anybody, a woman? Different class? Yeah, who has like. A millionaire. Have or you ever, have dated, you ever a dated someone yes. that would you would consider? You yes. Wait, is this the story that I'm thinking it is? I don't know. <laughs> huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I had a few other stories, but yeah. Really? Yeah. What are they? I don't show me don't that wanna... stat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got stories? First, show me that stat. <laughs> I don't uh, think it's kind of like finish him in Mortal Kombat. Show me that stat, and then, and then if you don't, if you don't pull the stat out, your spinal cord is yeah, ripped your out. heart gets ripped out, yeah, and you... you're you're pulled to the ground and you're killed. I, th- I, I think I'm I'm just arguing for what I think is probably the case, which is most people from most classes end up ending up together for the reason that you said that that's just the the people that they it's what you know run in. I would. But that's agree also with... where you're most where you happen to be most comfortable Fine. a lot of times. I'll meet you and I'll meet you where in the middle here and say that yes, but it's not, I, I have a problem saying it's impossible to date. I don't think it's class. impossible. Okay. That's, right. I think what Charlotte was saying. Like she was like, maybe she was, she was being hyperbolic, but she was like, it is impossible. But you also got to think me. Charlotte is probably the one that in her mind, class matters most to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Samantha's like, baby, I'll do anything with is anyone. Is the sex good? Okay. <laughs> is the sex good? <laughs> then I'll fuck a bum. I didn't care. Oh man! <laughs> I hope that happens. I hope that's a, so bad I hope in the that's show. A line yeah. from season I five, episode so ten. bad. She fucks a bum, um, a dim bum. So nope. let's let's go down. Oh let's my talk. Gosh. A dim, <laughs> a dim, dim bum. It's terrible. Open source. Okay, okay we got. You should see him in let's bed, move on. baby. <laughs> <laughs> that would be yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> let's the, move on uh, to the another storyline. That whole storyline was. Of what? So great. The, the suit mm-hmm. with Miranda and Steve. And mm-hmm. when she said, fuck the suit, she just, she just like, I'll give the, crushed it. That's I'll, our biggest cast system one of this episode, I think. It's got to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. He looked so handsome in that suit. Yeah. Ugh, and he I love was proud of himself. Yes. I know. And he looked great. Suit but Steve? I'm sorry. $1,800. That's an expensive, that's that's more expensive than any suit that's, that yeah. I have. Hey, Steve, bought. why don't you go to Nordstrom's The Rack and pick yourself up a buck 95 suit, okay, buddy? Listen, wait, wait, here's the, why, here's the why, don't, why don't you do that, Steve? Because I wanted to impress Marianta. <laughs> Listen, also, here is just whether you're Steve or not, go to the men's warehouse. You're gonna like a, the way you look. You're gonna lo- you're gonna love the way you look. You're gonna like the way you look. Yeah, he could have just. No, oh, do that. I go to a tailor, spend another that. 100 bucks. Then you're gonna have a great suit. It's these all are, about the tailoring, Steve. But he didn't know that he works at a bar. That was, these, that these, was a little weaker. One. They, they these the are the type of, of also bar guys know about suits. I didn't mean to offend any of our bar our bar guy listeners. You know, I, about, you know about suits. I think I would give the award for best acting in the series so far. At up to this point to Cynthia Nixon. One hundred percent. Yeah. When Steve goes to that was, break up at the door. Also. Yeah, when Steve it's, goes to break up at the door and Cynthia Nixon tears I just got, up, I just got chills. Oh, which I just so found good. out what that means. It's called frission. Oh yeah, you sent frission. me a Spotify playlist about yeah, frission. But it really was because I was just like, man, it's so easy. I made fun of her hair at the beginning of the episode because it was bad. But <laughs> it is 
it's just crazy the level that she's working on as just an actress. Mm-hmm. Cause it was yeah. like that right there. I was like, holy shit. Like I was not planning yeah. on caring. Yeah. And oh it was gosh. just so sad, especially mm-hmm. based on where her insecurities are coming from, which is like, yeah, I, you're breaking up to me because I'm successful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That came out of the Socratic <sighs> dialogue. Now hang so on. Many, we talked it to- happens to me all the time. <laughs> 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 Wait, so we talked about the suit. We talked a little bit about the pizza. Have we done an official side podcast yet? No. Well, do you want to do uh do you want to get into one? I think I think uh I think this this episode of Steve Talk. Hey okay. everybody, welcome to Steve okay, Talk. Okay, well hang on a second. I, I feel like listen, I got everybody here present, and Marie, I'm very happy that you're here for this. No. Uh, <laughs> You're I, not. I got a present for you guys. So let's go ahead and get into it. I'm going to talk to our producer, Jeremy. Jeremy, let's fire it up. Can we do it? It's a favorite time. It's a favorite time. It's Steve Talk. Miranda. <laughs> Welcome to the first official version of Steve Talk. Oh my gosh. Corey. Corey what? and props go to what? performed and, and written by SC. SC. Oh my Brooklyn Brooklyn gosh. musician SC. Her Instagram is at S under E S S underscore S E E underscore N Y C. Oh my god. SC and myself. Uh we made the Steve Talk theme that last was night. A- the first episode oh. of Steve Talk, we just gotta talk about how great the Steve Talk intro song was. Oh my god. Fantastic. Gotta say. And that was so nice and pretty. Thank but you yeah. so much. Yeah, we wanted to make a little jingle intro. Oh man. I just got episode Yeah, I'm Steve- feeling the I just got the, the same. You got frisian? I got frisian because <laughs> I love like when someone's doing something behind behind your back. That it makes you, <laughs> that you're just like, that's like, that's so nice. Do you guys uh, you're like, full of surprises. Do you guys, listen, I got a duck purse for everyone in this room after oh this. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, we're in Steve talk now. Oh, oh man. Okay. Yeah. That, that was a really, really special. Thank you for that. You're welcome. What do you guys want to talk about this in, on this episode of Steve I talk? Mean, we've covered a lot so far. I, I think we should cover th- this, that despite the fact that he's super charming, he's got this bar and all this stuff. It was, in all honesty, it was really nice to see him have some insecurities. So immediately they're bringing some depth to Steve that's not just like, I can handle anything. (laughs) I can handle anything, Miranda. (laughs) It was nice to see him go through that. And I think he definitely also made a major misstep by what he did at the end. He let his insecurities take over, and Mm. that was very hurtful to Miranda. Steve talked question of the hour. Yeah. Would you guys have let Miranda buy you the suit? I probably would have, and I feel like we've talked about this, like when we talk about like what our views on Carrie are big or whatever, like I feel like in that moment I would have been like, ah, shoot, I've got, I don't want to let this person do this, but they want to do it. I I would have like mm-hmm. in a, in a moment of non-confrontation been like, yeah, sure. Thanks. Mm-hmm. And then later been like, oh gosh, what did I do? Mm-hmm. Trying to work on yeah. that. But I think that's what I would have done in the moment. So you would have, you would have let her? I think I would have let her. Although, I think I mentioned this one time on this podcast that well, I think we were talking about catcalling, and I was like, I was never catcalled, but one time an older, hotter woman tried to buy me groceries at Whole Foods, and they were like, that's your version of catcalling? Someone trying to buy you things? But, uh, and I turned her down. I was like, no, I'm good. Right. So, but it wasn't but you did sleep with her. I did sleep with her because she had a sword uh, right above her, below she her body. Had a, she had a, a sword on her leg. Kevin, would yeah. you would you have let Miranda buy you the suit? I would. I would like. I guess it depends. I think it would cause more turmoil than I would like to admit, because I think that's just something that it's like it'd be fine, and then you're. It may get to me later. I'd probably mm. do it in the moment for sure. And then at the party, just be like, wow, like, does yeah. she really care about me? Is this, yeah. is this weird? Is mm. someone going to be like, nice suit? And then you're just standing there like, thanks. And it's like all you can think about. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Marie? Would would you let yeah, I buy you a suit? Let, you? let him do it. And then I'd take it back and get the money and <laughs> pay my rent. <laughs> Good move. That's funny. No, I have a hard time. I mean, I can't. Uh, I feel weird with a man buying me an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> like getting me home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you know. feel like from a female perspective, like, because a lot of times we're still in traditional dating roles, mm-hmm. is that a thing where you're like, this person wants to buy me 
dinner or, you know, like buy me a thing, buy me a ride home or whatever. Is that ever weird? And how many dates in are you cool with that? And does it impress you or like, well, what's the deal with that? you know, I've dated a lot, the whole spectrum of b- bums and back alleys to <laughs> millionaires. Princes. I dated a guy like 10 years ago, a Romanian, oh, Adrian the Romanian. Oh <laughs> Do you know him? <laughs> no, it seems like he's a Sex and um, the City character. Yeah, basically he was. Um, but he was probably the most wealthy man I'd, I've mm. ever dated. He lived in Battery City and his apartment was like the view of the bay. Wow. With the Statue of Liberty. And he used to pay for everything. And I was so, I remember... It was probably the most broke I ever have been in my life. I think I had $17 for the whole summer. Mm. So I met this guy at a dance club and then proceeded to date him, I think for a month. And he was paying for everything. And he was so romantic about it. I didn't ever feel that it was a bad thing. Like I was Mm. falling in love with this person. Mm -hmm. And he, I think, really loved that I was an actor and I was be filming a movie at the time so you know you had to wait till after the production to get paid or mm-hmm. you know or not get paid um <laughs> <laughs> but so that was very romantic but as i got now that i'm older i think that that would really intimidate me because i want to be i, I want to be this independent woman right, who right. i don't need a man to pay for my yeah. stuff mm-hmm. but um like so, I had a date this past weekend, and he paid for the dinner, and I paid for the drinks, and I that I felt really confident yeah, yeah. about that. Yeah, that's nice. So that's a good move. Hmm. I think. Yeah, you know, it's 2018. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I wonder what Steve would have done in 2018. I don't know. Maybe like maybe let her pay for the suit, and then give her like a a bunch of free drink tickets or something like that <laughs> at the bar. Probably maybe. beg the landlord not to raise the rent on his bar, and then it closes down. And it becomes a Bank of America. That's that's 2018 New York. Also, we saw Steve's apartment for the first time, which yeah. looked like a place out of True Detective season yeah. one. It was, but that, that was that was the beginning. That was the beginning of it. Like right there's that's there. I I trust that they're going. Steve's going to be around in another episode. Um. So wait. So is that the end of Steve talk? That was the end. Does of that Steve, wrap up. Steve that's talk? the end of Steve talk, guys. Thank you so much it's for listening, Steve talk. <laughs> okay, we can move on now. Uh, we have, let's let's before we get to our Cosmo rating, we have we have a couple. Um, so funny. We have a couple. We have st- two storylines we still need to talk about. Let's go real quick with Harvey Turkel and his uh, servant um, Sum, and we also have Wiley Ford and Charlotte. Which oh man, awful, so much awful. Uh, somebody else take Harvey. Go for it. I don't know. Char- like Samantha's getting old. The character just. Oh, I was like, she <laughs> is like, a listen, gorgeous. She just got to date somebody. Just, She's getting old. What that? Uh, no, it's just like. Like you're sick of her antics. Well, when you're when you compare, when you compare, I know it's all a mosaic. You need the blues so that the reds look more beautiful. But mm. it's like when you compare the the Samantha and um and son storyline with. Cynthia and Steve, you're just like, like one is just like Looney Tunes and the other is like Citizen Kane. But so (laughs) I just thought it was like, so would you, would you want her storyline like to be as as serious? I wouldn't. I just like, it just didn't when they're, when they're so polar opposites, it it makes that definitely like less enjoyable and sort of like if that episode didn't have that at all. Plus, I don't know. It was like a little hat, like. Just in general, I didn't like it. I think probably that guy should just marry his Sir, his servant, servant cuz yeah. he c- clearly cares about her. And that would be a caste system thing. Also, dim sum is Chinese, not Thai. Yeah, so. they made that dim sum joke and they, she was clearly oh, Thai. Oh yeah. And th- also that wouldn't th- be a caste system thing. The caste system would be that mm. you can marry someone be- just because they're like that wouldn't be his servant. You know, that he's in the caste system now cuz he's higher than her but if they were married it wouldn't be but i was saying system. he'd be marrying out of his caste system he would be marrying out of his system he'd be marrying someone in a lower yes yes caste yes, yes, yes. sorry sorry caste, sorry yes yes the other thing about that that mm. i thought was funny is that like i get what they were doing i think they did it okay but i feel like where we're at with tv now that like that woman was played for like such a Thai stereotype and i bet it was probably like slate if the audition was like slate your name and it's like hi my name's veronica i'm from encinitas california <laughs> yeah can you do a blanket asian accent yeah, yeah. yell yeah. about bed sheets or yeah. whatever but that yeah. that's yeah 
That's um, where we like were. Like an that. Avenue Q. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yikes. And then lastly, we have Wiley Ford and just and Charlotte. Charlotte getting kind of caught up with a with a no good rabble rouser there. Also, we got to talk about the boom mic thing real quick. There was oh, oh, yeah. yeah. That boom mic Honestly, in, like, that, that whole shots. thing with her was distracting because the boom mic kept coming into the shot. Watch it was that only episode. Because watch it's that because episode. Because he was a movie star. Watch that episode again, and you'll see right where it says Steve oh. Miller. <laughs> <laughs> May yeah. God bless you. Stephen Miller. Um, the, and then the, the, the boom comes in. Yeah. yeah, the boom. So whoever was the boom operator, if you're listening, you you messed up. Were you drunk? Real Bush League shit there, guy. That's honestly. John, John Sieber has played a fucking boom <laughs> operator on Halloween yeah. better than you did in real life. I'm a fantastic boom mic operator. We'll put up a picture of John as a boom mic, <laughs> boom mic operator on our Instagram. Now, Good Halloween costume if you guys are looking for one, by the way. <laughs> Marie. Yeah. Should Charlotte have gone to the restroom mm. and please. stuck a finger in her oh, please. <laughs> pussy? That's, that's such a dirty word. And then finish finish what he asked Charlotte Why go to, to the bathroom? Yeah. That's what I was Thank thinking. You. I was like, I was slip like, it in there now. Part of his deal is the whole process of leaving, going yeah. to do it, and then come out and he smells her finger after the bathroom. She was, Very disgusting. I would have just put it in my armpit. <laughs> <laughs> same diff. Same diff, buddy. Same, it smells the same. Um, <laughs> like flowers and roses. Well, I think we... This this conversation has been great, but we need to get to our Cosmo ratings. Oh, man, we do. We, this has been fantastic. Let's get man. to those ratings. This is like the greatest day of my summer. Really? <laughs> yeah, this is great. I went to the beach earlier. Oh my gosh, you did have a Which killer beach? day. Brighton. What's up, Brighton, Brighton Beach? Brighton. Shout Brighton. Out. I Never love Brighton Beach. Never yeah. been there. Old Austin. Shout out to Brighton. That's Brighton. Where the, that's you listen where, to Brighton. That's where Alexander <laughs> Postrowski was at. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All righty. Uh, <laughs> Cosmo rating. Man, it's hard because people are saying the episodes keep getting better and better, and they actually do. And some of my earlier episodes I've rated very high, mm-hmm. mm. but this one I think was one of my favorites. There, was, I got, I did an audible gasp and a forehead slap in this episode, which is, yeah. has to be worth something. I'm going four point two cosmos. Wow, I really like that. not even point two five, just four point four point two. I really liked this episode, and oh man, like I don't know. I know they're going to get better because that's what everyone keeps saying, but that episode was really good. I really enjoyed watching that with you guys. Good stakes. That was great. I'm going to give it a 4.0. I want to go higher, but like I said in the past. That's what I'm thinking too. There's going to be a four and a half and there's going to be a five, so I'm going to hold up. But it was a solid episode. Cynthia Nixon's acting on point. So good. Love Steve. Really got to the point where I was like, Carrie, what is your deal? And uh, and I and Big found a little redemption in my heart. And uh, I think it was like pretty solid all the way around. I'm going to give this episode a five of the Bradshaw Boys. <laughs> but of Sex in the City. Pause that one. And after, after you hear that joke, please also respond with two dancing twins on Instagram. Yes. And then if you respond with that, go to iTunes and rate us five stars, please. And leave Thank a review. You. Thank yeah. you. And subscribe. Um, but I... Uh, it has been very fun and went by very quickly, but I would say four. Okay. I think I gave the last one a 4.25. I think I I thought when you were raving about Steve the first week, I, I don't know. That scene was just incredible. And I do think that uh, just the twist of watching Carrie self-sabotage and him being in the same bed, that was just like, ooh, I was actually right there just like, being angry and feeling with the characters instead of just being like, that was a well-written television show. I was really there. <laughs> so the only thing is I think Charlotte should have, should have actually gone to the bathroom and, and come back. I think that was the only misstep <laughs> in the episode. <laughs> She's a lady. I wish she would have turned him and said, no, you go and stick your finger in your butt. <laughs> and, and then, then he's come like, back and put it in your mouth. Yeah, Charlene. <laughs> Charlene. Um, I think I give it a 3.8. Okay. okay. Nice. It's not my favorite episode. Uh, I think Carrie is quite a see you next Tuesday in it. Oh, totally. <laughs> um, it gets to, I just get so frustrated with her. She just needs to talk about her emotions with yeah. the people that need to hear what she's talking about rather yes. than trying to let them be mind readers. Absolutely. So it's, it's just a little frustrating, but I'm giving it that high of a review because Mir- Miranda, her acting, mm. Cynthia Nixon, our next mayor, <laughs> amazing. So good. Amazing so performance. Great. You know yeah. that she did a Broadway, two Broadway shows at the same time. Mm-hmm. 
Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Okay, you know that. Oh yeah. We talked. We talked about it on the oh, air you right have? before. Yeah. I just think yeah, that's yeah. unbelievable. She was cats and she was in cats and she played Jean Valjean and <laughs> at the same time. Isn't that amazing. incredible? She's so amazing. She's so talented. That was, that was a good see, that was a good joke. That was a good joke. That there. was a good joke. Um Ray, where where can we find you on social media? Where can where can our listeners discover all the many talents that you well have. instagram is where it's at yo so instagram? yeah you can find me marie marica is my handle but also my band is reformed whores reformed you can whores. literally google whores and i'm pretty sure we come <laughs> up we've been booked that way wear headphones if you li- if you google that at work i'm just gonna yep. throw that out there apologies no don't apologize and if you google um, it you may as well just throw reformed in there because that's yeah. the name and don't risk just googling yeah. whores yeah and then my podcast please listen it comes out every wednesday we have a new episode it's called in your mouth in your mouth you can in dash yo dash mouth.com and in the past, our website. this past episode, mm-hmm. what what were you talking about? Well, actually, it's coming out next week. Okay, on cool. Wednesday, I had this guest, my friend Melissa Stakowski, who also hosts the Sex and the City podcast, which is called Speaking of Carrie. Yes, and I was on it last awesome. week. So you can hear that. I'm just doing the Sex and the City podcast. Yeah, but we talked about um, so next yes next Wednesday mm. um, we talk about how Sex and the City has influenced. Food and beverages in New York City. Awesome. Like the Cosmopolitan. Yes. Magnolia Bakery. Absolutely. Is there one other thing besides the Cosmo and Magnolia, one other thing, one other restaurant or one other food thing you can just drop Well, here? Sushi Samba was like the biggest thing. Yeah. But Sushi Samba closed. Closed. Walk by it today. It's, yeah. I think it's empty again. Yeah. Peace, yeah. And my favorite fact that Melissa Stokoski told us actually that so she does the tours. Yeah, yeah. Sex and City tours and she's gone in there. They always go in there, I guess, after the tour uh-huh. and they didn't even know how to make a cosmopolitan <laughs> and i was like and that is why they're closed <laughs> you gotta know your audience there sushi samba yeah well thank you so much for being here this, this was, was so much fun thank you marie thank this was you. A blast. and thank you Corey, for that steve talk theme song oh, s-c-e-s-s-s-e-e on instagram that's right yeah yes yeah just search e-s-s-s-e-e e-s-s underscore s-e-e underscore n-y-c thank you you're Thank welcome. Thank you so much. Steve Talk is coming it's back. Guys, join it's us next week. It's Steve Talk. Miranda. <laughs> there we go. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com, on social media at the Bradshaw Boys. And if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. <laughs>